0: Hey, good day everyone. My name is Emmanuel once again and as you know, this is the believers discourse, where we share ideas and insights on how we can be example of the believers that have re- written a piece who's read of all men. And um, I-, I got curious this morning, seeing a post by, uh, posted by Joseph, Joseph Yeah, he mentioned that the only tool, the only tool of creation is the word. And I want him to expatiate more on that because we need to understand why why the only tool of creation is is the word. What is the word? And as believers, how important is the word
1: to our lives? Yes. uh, Good morning, Manu. Uh, I woke up with this thought. So I I said to share it. Uh, The the only tool of creation is, is the Word. The only tool that God has to do anything and to do everything that He did was the, the Word. It's, it's really curious to, to imagine that everything that God made, He made by His Word. Right? In the book of John, it says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. The word was God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God. They didn't say the word was with a God. No, as some people say, as some denominations say. Remember, we're talking about denominations. Last, last night or, you know, uh, the, by that word, all things were made. And nothing was made, but was made by the word. Nothing was made, but was made by the word. This is what John said. Now, what, what did John read that inspired this, this thought? He read Genesis. In Genesis, he said, let there be light. We don't know for how long. And that was light. He, he, He spoke everything into existence. The written word you see today was spoken to men, to document. And that's why you see that there are no contradictions. If you're still reading the Bible, reading the scripture and you're seeing contradictions, Then the spoken word, which is spirit, which is truth, which is life, which is light, which is the way, which is wisdom, which is power, is not being revealed to you. That word is spirit. You don't see your words because it's abstract. Is not concrete, but the abstract word created the concrete things that our eyes are seeing. The word is in proceed from the logos, the mind of God. The word came from the mind of God, from his thoughts. His words are his thoughts expressed in his thoughts, he, he in his imagination, in his mind, in his spirit, in his will, in his wisdom, he expressed setting desire to have a world of trees, um, rivers, oceans, rain, forests, things seen and unseen in the inside of the earth, snow and all of those things. It was in his thoughts. And then these things must have preoccupied his thoughts. He had to make fishes, birds, animals, and man. He had made all things before he made he made man. So all other things were were before he made man, and he made man in his own image. So I, I began to think that when God, if you, if man who is made in the image and in the likeness of God, what kind of word should Man, speak, what words do you, who are made in the image and likeness of God, speak? What words do you speak? Because God's word created all the good things that we are benefiting from, okay? What we benefit from agriculture from in Nigeria, crude oil, you know, and all of those things. God made all of those things. Gold, tin, bauxite, everything he made, the elements, the sun, the moon, everything, a bliss, a blissful earth. If all of those things were made by the word, spoken, pronounced, then, and you were made in the image, what words do you speak? The word of God is God. God. So your word is you right? If your word is you, what words do you utter? because from thoughts we go to words from words we go to uh, we go to 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 action, from action we go to habits from habits we go go on to to our character is, is formed. you know he said that. His word will not return back to him void. It has to perform that for which it was sent, for which it was spoken, right? Somewhere somewhere he says, Moses told the people after I gave the word to them, after I received it from God in the tables of stones, he said, thou shalt not add an iota thou shalt not remove, right? John came in the end of the book, Revelation. He said, nothing shall be added, nor anything removed. See, one word of God, one word added made God's Eden, Satan's Eden. True. One word. Just one word. You can't add a word you can't remove. So it really baffles me. You can imagine what men have added to what they call the kingdom of God today. If this is so, which it is? He said, he values his word above his name. Yes. He magnifies word above his name. That's what the scripture says. True. Right. So if these things are written and the written is from the spoken, nothing is written except first that it was spoken. Jesus Christ said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. What words emanate from your thoughts? What pervades your thinking? What fills your thoughts that in turn become the words that you let out. When you open your mouth, what do you speak? When you take a pen and write your thoughts, what do you write? When you type into the phone, what do you type? When you share thoughts, what do you, Inject, knowing full well that those words you speak are spirits and they will create and manifest something. Your words are potential that go on to actualizing. Your words have effects on the hearers. The words you speak, when people receive them, what does it do to them? Now, do your words and your thoughts and your actions—do your thoughts and your words and your actions align? Then, what influences your your thoughts? Even are your thoughts influenced of or by the word of life, knowing full well that. It says that the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. How are words spirits? Words are spirits because you don't see them. They are intangible. They are unseen. They are abstract. But these abstract, intangible, unseen words are made tangible, are made concrete are made seen by their strength, by their composition, by what they are, right? So if you speak something, somebody goes, and those things that you spoke never go away. The person, for years, he will say, I remember you told me. I remember you told me. That's how you said that day. Even if, if it's bad, even if he forgives you, he can't forget because the memory, a mental faculty never forgets. The memory never forgets. You can forgive, but forgetfulness, it's a hard place to be, and that's why you can imagine what the, the, the Moabites did in the days of Moses. When God was would punish Moab, Moab in the days of Saul, it was in the days of Saul. He said, go and take out, take them all out. He told Saul, how many years apart? You know when, when they sinned against God? Do you know? It was in the days of Moses. They refused to let the children of Israel pass through that country. Yeah,
0: true.
1: Yeah. You can imagine this space. Man forgets. Man tends to forget. That's
0: right. yeah, that's true,
1: true. Man tends to forget. Not because he really forgets. He tends to forget. You know? If it's good for him, he doesn't forget. Right? If it's not good for him, he pretends he tends to forget. But God doesn't, so that will visit your iniquity upon them. It's all up to the fourteenth generation. Yes, and he said this. So you see, because we need to begin to now take thought about what we say. First, by taking heed to what we think. And again, by taking heed to what we take in, information, because the information we take in is what influences our thoughts. So if you listen to words of life continuously, you listen to God's word continuously, you listen to your business in terms of the value you want to add to people, you build yourself up in that, your thoughts will be influenced. For, for example, if you go, if you have if you have a let's bring even bring this to, to even to, to, to business and to relationships, or if if you have a body in your heart concerning a certain thing, a certain service, a certain value concerning your relationship, concerning anything. And you 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 are you really are worried, you want to get informed, right? You try to get it the right information, even if you don't get the solution. As a then, if you go to bed, your mind processes it. Either it either delivers answers to you in your sleep or as you wake up. That's why you shouldn't mess with your waking thoughts, right? Because and don't if you can don't jump out of bed in the morning. You wake up, just stay there. There's something that creeps into your thoughts that burden you had. Your mind will process it. When you go to sleep, your mind doesn't sleep because your mind is your consciousness, right? So it processes and delivers answer, solution to you. We, we need to be a bit more careful when we use words, when we say the things that we say, because by words we create. It says by a man's words he shall be Justified by a man's words, he shall be condemned by your words, because your word is you. If you stop living now, if you if you pass, if you cease to live now, your breath ceases, your word ceases. If your breath ceases, your word ceases. So your word is you, you are inseparable. From, from your words. We need to take note of it. The only creative thing, the only thing that God has by which he made everything and by which he will judge the earth and do everything and keep everything in place is the word, his word. His word is him. Your word is you. So what words do you speak? It's a very critical question. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate you for that. And um, I think this has really imprinted in our hearts what the word is and how important it is. And we need to understand that the word is spirit. And I can remember in the Garden of Eden, the serpent came to Eve and spoke to her, said some words to her. The words that he said to her were, were spirit or was spirit, but it was death. So we need to every word that is spoken is spirit. But we need to check whether what we're speaking is life or it is death. Our words, our thoughts, actions, check whether they all align. And if, as believers, we know that we are made in the image of God, then we ought to know how we are to speak. I think Paul said somewhere, he said, Let your speech be always seasoned with grace, and ye might know how ye ought to answer every man. And if we bring it to creativity, sorry, if we bring it to creativity, we realize that the creative man of power, of, um, the creative power of man itself comes from their thoughts, it begins from their thoughts and to their words. If man is doing a whole lot of the things that he is doing in the world today, if man has the capacity to do all of the things he is doing today, it's because there's something that has been deposited inside, inside of him to be able, the creative power to be able to do the things that he or she is doing. So I believe that we have been really encouraged and we have been blessed knowing fully well that the words that we speak are crucial to making and mind those around us. Even the atmosphere we find ourselves, the environment that we find ourselves. Till we meet next time, I want you to take care of yourself and try to meditate on these words that you heard so you know how you hot are the words that you speak so you know how you align and order your conversations. All right. My name is Emmanuel once again, and this is the Believer's Discourse. Thank you.